0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I'm going to take a look at right now is The King of Staten Island. Now, this one comes from Universal. It is directed by Judd Apatow. And this one stars Pete Davidson, as this is also loosely based on his life. He is a co-writer on the film as well. He plays a gentleman by the name of Scott, who has been a case of arrested development since his firefighter dad died. He spends his days smoking weed and dreaming of uh, dreaming of being a tattoo artist. That's a little tough for me to say with my three-year-old uh, brain. Uh, until events force him to grapple with his grief and take his first steps forward in life. I was looking forward to this. I'm a bit biased. I love um, Judd Apatow directed movies. I think he is a good director director that just really portrays slices of life and really getting inside of these characters' lives and just kind of hanging out with them. You know, all their emotional heft to them, their, their, the lightness that they have with the comedy. It's a great blend, and I've always been a fan of the way he directs films. Um, I, you know, I saw a trailer to this, and I was looking forward to it, and I wanted to see this in theaters, but unfortunately with the, the pandemic, um, you know, studios are starting to release their films uh, straight to VOD, and Universal has done this with Trolls World World Tour. So they thought, hey, King of Staten Island, this is the, you know, our adult fair now. You know, we put it out a kids' film. Let's see how this one does. And so, um, yeah, and, and then the last thing before I get into this is that this is Pete Davidson's moment. A lot I know a lot of people aren't really a fan of his like brash comedy, like his sarcastic, dark comedy style. It's just it's not for everyone. And I totally get that. And, you know, he was discovered in Trainwreck. This is why he's working with Judd again. And Judd said he was really pleasant to work with. And Bill Hader was in that movie. And then he went to SNL. And now he's doing all this other stuff. So uh, Trainwreck really launched (laughs) this man's career. But uh, Pete Davidson is is a character. He really is. And this was his moment to kind of prove to people that he can kind of open up, be a little bit more vulnerable, and he can just kind of be raw in the moment for people that just see him as like this funny goofball on SNL, like this is the type of film, since it is loosely based on stuff that he's gone through, it's the perfect thing to open up to people. And I I think, uh, you know, doing a film like this is the perfect way to kind of represent yourself and tell your story and get people to be on your side and not be, um, you know, against you all the time. So, So I watched it. I like it. It's uh it's not my favorite Apatow directed movie. I think that's still 40 year old version and knocked up. Those things are classics to me. But this is still good. And it's the same way I kind of felt about Trainwreck, where it's like that's a good movie. I can walk away from that, uh, learning something about Pete Davidson, the way he writes, um, the comedy uh, bits from it, uh, some of the story beats. Like I remember a lot of things from Judd's movies, and like that's amazing to me that I can you know kind of retain the information and kind of pull uh, my own life experiences from. But Uh, I I definitely like this one, and this is a great step for for Pete to kind of show himself to the world. So let's kind of start with the the writing and directing um, approach to this film, because it's pretty much the same as uh, any other Judd Apatow movie. Uh, Judd also co-wrote this with Pete Davidson and another screenwriter. And the way they approach this is the same. You know, it's very loose in the scenes. The, The characters riff, especially with, like, the group of friends. Like, we get to see them rib on each other, and it's like, that's what we do with our friends in real life. So it's, you know, it's really nice to just kind of hang out with these characters uh, when they're just, you know, watching TV or goofing off. And then it's also nice to see them take a more, you know, emotional heft in some scenes and really kind of bring it uh, in terms of like how these characters are feeling and the stress and the anxiety that they're kind of going through, especially with Pete's um, case. You know, this is a a gentleman who actually has bipolar um, uh, in, in real life. And so you know, there is a lot of stuff going on in this guy's head. And so there's a few scenes where he lashes out. It's really kind of, it's really hard to watch. Cause you know, that there's a lot of you know, like pain and suffering inside of this man. And like, you know, the, the death of his father really affected him. And there are certain scenes to where he just explodes and the right amount, by the way, he doesn't overdo it. He doesn't overcook it. It's exactly the right amount. I wanted Pete Davidson to commit to. And he does that. And, It makes him more complex as a person because a lot of people will see him as like this, like I said, this goofball that smokes all day. There is more to him. And I think when you watch this and you see the vulnerability that he brings in those scenes and also the comedy and other scenes, it makes him more likable. It makes him uh, more relatable and it makes him more human. And so I think uh, Apatow's approach to direct that uh, and portray his story on screen, it was wonderful. Like, there was a lot going on. Um, You know, one of the main criticisms that people have of Judd Apatow movies is that they're too long. I don't mind the over two-hour, you know, long runtime. I mean, I think This Is 40 is like two and a half hours long. It's a beast of a movie. And this one's only 2.16, but I can understand where people might have a problem. And there could be an argument uh, to be made that you could be like, you could chop that scene down. You can take that one out. It doesn't really make a difference. But... My argument to that is that you want to hang out with these characters as much as possible. You want to understand them. You want to be in their headspace. You want to know how he interacts with his friends. You want to know how he interacts with his mom, his mom's boyfriend, played by Bill Burr, by the way. And I'll get to that in just a second. But um, you want you want everything. You want to know as much as possible. You want to be in these characters' lives. You want to go on these self-discovery journeys with them. So, I don't mind the long run time. Um, It it, it has no issue with me. A lot of other people might make the argument that there's a lot of characters going on within the story. Some of them are a bit underdeveloped and a bit underused. That could also be an argument. But, once again, I think when you're dealing with this kind of life approach, you're going to interact with people. They're going to come in your life. They're going to go. And we might never see them again. So, I'm, I'm totally okay in this circumstance and the way this film is delivered on that front. So, I think overall... Uh, showcasing um, Pete's story and the way that Judd delivered it, and this one definitely has a lot more to it than some of his uh, movies in the you know recently. I just think it was a, it was a wonderful combination, and it got it got me to know Pete just a little bit better. Let's get to the acting. Once again, Pete's great. I didn't want him to overcook scenes, uh, but I think he does the right amount. Where like when he's angry, he's angry. He when he's super upset and he's you know, sad about what's going on, he portrays that well too. It's exactly how I think this man would do it in real life. He's really funny. He riffs a lot in this movie and there's a lot of great comedy bits um, that I'm just like, he he had to have written that line or something. So I think he does a really, really great job. And I'm also a little biased because I can actually relate to this character a little bit more than I could to like Seth Rogen's character in Knocked Up or uh, Steve Carell in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Amy Schumer in Trainwreck. I relate to Pete a little bit more. Um, Not because I have Crohn's disease as well. That is true. And it's actually really funny the way they they portray it in the movie and the way he describes it. Because that's how I describe it to people when they ask. It's not just the Crohn's. But I am like Pete in the sense of like that I deflect a lot. If people ever hang out with me, you'll realize that I don't like to confront stuff emotionally. And I'm trying to open up a little bit more uh, with that. I deflect a lot, and I use comedy to do that. Pete does that, and I can definitely tell with all the stuff that he's gone through in his life that he, um, you know, it it makes sense for him to to deflect, and there's a lot of, uh, like, there's an emotional barrier there, and you have to, like, you got to poke through it. It's going to take some time, but when you get there, you can really start to understand him, and so I think that's why I gravitated towards this character a little bit more than some of the others uh, portrayed, so I just wanted to say that. Bill Burr is excellent in this movie. Once again, if people want to know what a representation of Pete Davidson is in a movie or Bill Burr, this, this movie is perfect for both of them. Because Bill also has a brash comedy style, which is really fun to see him and Pete kind of go at it. Because they actually complement each other really well, even though they have a similar delivery of, of you know style. They just, um, they're actually really good together. Uh, Marissa Tomei wonderful as his mother. I love that relationship between them two. I've seen Pete in some of the videos um that kind of like showed it throughout his house and stuff and like they I, I saw his mom in the video and like it looks just like her. It's kind of crazy how Marissa Tomei looks pretty close to his mom. But I love that relationship and how they've been kind of each other's rocks ever since uh the father has passed and it's just it's a really sweet and wonderful relationship uh to witness. And then also I wanted to give a uh shout out to Belle pally that uh she plays the kind of on again off again girlfriend of uh scott and she she's also really good. I want to watch more stuff with her in it. I thought she really brought a um a a real kind of presence to to Scott's life and every time when she entered a scene like you you stopped what you're doing and you concentrated on like what she was gonna to say to him and like all that she's just a really commanding actress, and i really um like her performance. And then also, not a fan of nepotism. Never have been, never will. However, Maude Apatow, I've seen her in most of his movies. She's starting to become her own. And I, I really appreciate that. She was in Hollywood, um the show, earlier this year. Um, yeah, she, I think she's she's getting better. And like, I rarely say that when it comes to nepotism, but she's doing a good job with that. So I, I will give her credit. And she does the right amount in this movie. To not go overboard. So it's perfect. Um, and that's about it. Uh, I mean, because this film really relies on the acting, the writing, and the directing. Um, for over a two hour long movie, I think it, it's edited pretty nicely. Like I said, arguments could be made to chop it down, but I think it does the job that it does pretty well. Um is fine. It's just, it, it, this is more of a, a character based movie, it's just following someone's life getting inside of their daily lifestyle and just seeing how they are, just what they're doing. And I think um, for this one and showing the world how Pete Davidson is, it's a pretty good one. So I'm going to give the King of Staten Island a B. Uh, Let me know down below what you thought of the movie, whether you liked it, whether you hate it. Please let me know. I read all the comments, even if I don't. Uh, respond to them. If you are watching this on YouTube, uh, please like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to date on whatever I review. If you're more of a podcast person and you want this in audio form, I have these all on my Real Me and Cole in colon, the Movie Podcast podcast feed. You can check that out if you're more of an audio person and you don't want to see my ugly mug. There you go. <laughs> so uh, that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.